I well, this is basically part two of uh, last yesterday time, whatever last episode. Uh, what was last one? Last episode. Sorry for the incoherence. I'm super tired right now. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I. Well, last episode I was talking about like being a web developer, which is like a common theme here. Um, kind of want to talk about that a lot in general because it's helpful if you know you want to advance your career. It's an option that you have. Just learn to code, and then, you know, people say that, and you're like, "Well, how the hell do I just learn to code?" That's it's not as easy as it sounds. Well, it really is as easy as it sounds. Actually, it doesn't sound easy at all, and it's a lot easier than it sounds. So, you know, how the hell are you going to learn to code? Well, it's easy as hell, in my opinion. You know, just learn a little bit of JavaScript, and uh, it should be good. Not a big deal. Uh, it's easy to learn online. But anyway, yeah, so I'm tired. Uh, I couldn't really... So, yesterday was Monday for me. Um, the night before Monday was Sunday. And uh, I really couldn't sleep until like 3, 4 in the morning and then I woke up at like 7.30 or 7.45 or whatever it was. And uh, so that's like, you know, 3, 4 hours of sleep. Not fun. And that's like very common for me. Um, so uh, Monday evening, I got home, ate dinner, and pretty much went right to bed. Uh, I laid in bed for a while just kind of like meditating and then I ended up just passing out. And when I say meditating, I just mean like laying there thinking uh, in silence. I mean, I was scrolling through YouTube a lot, which I'm definitely addicted to YouTube, which is why I have these negative thoughts all the time. But anyway, so I was able to put down my phone and just stop scrolling and put my phone down and uh, kind of laid there just thinking and eventually passed out at like 8 p.m. and woke up at 10 p.m. And when I woke up at 10 p.m., I couldn't get back to sleep till like, 3 or 4 again. And, um, that's annoying because I didn't, you know, I didn't do anything like, no way, the road is closed. Wow, that's funny. Okay, well, my road, hold on a second. Okay, so my commute road is closed, which is terribly annoying, but it's not really that bad of a setback, just probably a couple minutes, but, um, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> that sucks, it's not that big of a deal, it's only like a minute or two out of my way, but, uh, so, I freaking, uh, couldn't get to sleep last night again, even though I had no sleep the night before and was like super tired, as soon as you hit that pillow, like, for some reason, you become wide awake. I'm sure plenty of you go through this. Well, I know that when I don't masturbate, don't watch porn, uh, for, like, a number of days in a row and don't drink coffee and exercise and stuff, basically do all the right things that you know you should be doing every day, uh, then I have no trouble sleeping, usually. Um... And, like, I'm always in in this kind of, like, denial state that, like, I need to go to a gym or 
go to jiu-jitsu or something. I mean, going to jiu-jitsu would be definitely the best idea, and I might do that. Um, I'm probably going to... Well, I'm going to do one or the other. I'm either going to go to this jiu-jitsu place that's like right, actually right next to my work. Either going to do that or going to just go to... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Planet Fitness, which is also right next to my work. <sighs> so tired. Um, oh, the other thing is diet. I have this habit of going to Hardee's for breakfast, which is, in my opinion, the best fast food breakfast in existence. It's so good. They have, like, biscuits and gravy, and they have, like, French toast sticks, and, uh, really good breakfast sandwiches, great biscuits. Oh, my God, it's the best. But I can't keep doing it, because I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna have a stroke, obviously, you know? We don't want to have a stroke. We want to, we want to stay diced, as Blake Backert would say, or whatever his last name is. I always screw it up. Is it Beckert or Backert? I think it's Backert. Anyway, my back hurts. Oh, also, I'm in Delaware, and I think weed is now just, like, legal in Delaware, which is pretty cool. I think I'm going to try some weed if it's legal because um, I think... well, I've heard, obviously, a lot of people have heard that it has, like, healing medical properties and whatnot. Um, this is gonna be a tricky one here, getting out of this. I'm just gonna do the old turn right and then turn left later kind of situation. Up we go. Moving up in the world. Can you hear the roar of my hybrid V4, not V4, hybrid four-cylinder engine? have to do this stinky. Okay. Usually, it's not this hectic. Shiznit. Let's go. Hurry the fuck up, bro. Alright, nice. Okay. Woo! We're in the clear. Yeah, so, I usually go to Hardee's to get this amazing breakfast, but it's so tempting just to get, like, a coffee as a pick-me-up and a freaking nice, awesome breakfast sandwich and some freaking hash browns. But the more I have that, the kind of less satisfying it is. I'm like, I always look forward to it, and I'm like, oh, this is, like, maybe the first bite is great, but then after that, I'm just like, ah, I'm gonna feel like kind of shit, and I'm gonna be all jittery from the coffee. So, I know it's a bad decision, on top of the fact that it's just really bad food for you. Like, that's obvious. So I have these uh, egg frittata muffins that I made, and uh, they are basically egg spinach, a little bit of cheese, and diced, uh, bell peppers, yeah, so egg spinach, bell peppers, and a little bit of mozzarella, not mozzarella, uh, cheddar cheese, mild cheddar, very small amount of cheddar, I definitely should have put more, but then it would be, you know, more sodium and less, or more sodium and more fat, so these are like, almost like superfood eggs, I guess you could say. Um, They're they're enough for like a little morsel in the morning. Um, And if you're, if you have like an office job, not a construction job or anything, and maybe it's, maybe it is best for you to eat a pretty light breakfast. I'm not like a health scientist by any means, but uh, you know, if, if you're not doing much, like if you're just going into an office and sitting for eight hours, then 
in order to not gain weight, it's probably best that you don't have a giant breakfast, to be honest. Maybe get you one of them uh, under the desk kind of bike things that people get. That might be a good idea for me to get, to be honest. Um, but I don't know, maybe they're noisy and they're annoying to people that don't have them. So, screw it. Not going to do it, I'm just going to go for walks on the beach. Because that's an option for me. But it's an option for you too. You may not go on the beach, but like you can take walks. You can take breaks at work. Uh, most of most of you can. Not not everybody can take breaks at work, unfortunately. That's the world we live in. But so yeah, I, I mean, I have to resist the temptation to go to Hardee's. I mean, it's it's really tempting. I I feel like complete shit. I'm super tired. Not really happy about how tired I am. And I know that Hardee's would kind of solve that. I wouldn't be tired anymore. I mean, I'd be super anxious because of the coffee. And I'd feel like shit because of the breakfast sandwich. But at least I wouldn't be tired. But I gotta stay diced. And the only way to stay diced is is to consciously make those decisions to not uh, fuck up your diet. I mean, I have, like, a granola bar, I have an orange, I have peanut butter and multigrain crackers, I have, uh, I have a tuna rice bowl kind of lunch deal, uh, and I have that egg frittata for the early breakfast. So, you know, if I eat like that every day... I, I will have a much better chance of uh, staying diced. So, yeah. Uh, I watched this YouTuber, Blake Backert, and he says a lot. Uh, he'll ask people if, if he looks mogged or diced. Diced is basically like cut season, like where you're cutting weight or like, you know, staying fit. And then mogged is where you're putting on weight. So, you know, I'm not trying to put on weight, I'm just trying to stay diced. But you can't stay diced unless you eat healthy. I mean, I'm saying, like, pretty obvious shit here, but, like... That that temptation to go to Hardee's... I have to fight that, you know? It's, like, it's almost like a fear. Like, I'm afraid to not have Hardee's. I've, I've developed a habit of it, basically. Because it's right on my way to work. It's never a long line because people go to, you know, Wawa or McDonald's instead. Or Chick-fil-A, but... You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this right. And the open mat jujitsu thing isn't until Friday. But, so I'm going to wait till Friday, I guess, to go there. Even though I have plans Friday, like right after work. But the other thing is, it's Friday at like 7. I have this like, uh, I have this telescope thing planned. I'm, I'm receiving a 8-inch Dobsonian telescope from my, um, my parents' friend. Uh, him and I are always talking about space, and he does have, like, massive telescopes, and he is retiring one of his telescopes because he has now a series of much better telescopes. But still, this telescope that he's giving me is, like, incredibly powerful. Um, any, but anybody that knows anything about, you know telescopes knows what an 8-inch uh, Dobsonian is and how powerful they are. Um, I mean, compared to, like, 
the average telescope that the American gets, which is like no power whatsoever, is barely enough power to like see the craters on the moon. Uh, I mean, this thing you'll be able to very nicely see Saturn and its rings, uh, the moons of Jupiter. You'll easily be able to see galaxies and star clusters and all types of crazy shit. Um, it's a very powerful telescope, relatively speaking. Obviously, obviously, there's much more powerful telescopes, but this is, uh, you know, pretty excited about it. But the problem is this weekend is going to be basically shit weather. So Friday, I'm not going to be able to do the jujitsu thing. And the other thing is, like, injuries can happen in jujitsu, which I'm not too, like, stoked about. Because my knees are already fricked. I have terrible knees. Uh, if I were to just go to the gym, I wouldn't have to worry about that. I would just go on the treadmill for, like, ten minutes before my workout, do some arm workouts, do some leg workouts, back workouts, chest workouts, some ab workouts, and then go home. Wouldn't be a big deal. I would only spend probably, like, a half hour there every day. Every day? Probably every day. I think every day is a good idea. Because if you go every day, then uh, if you miss a day, it's not as big of a deal. If you go three times a week, if you miss a day, then you've only gone two times in that week, and then your time off is, like, a lot bigger of a gap. And if you go two times a week, then you're only going one times a week if you miss a day. So, I think going every day is a good idea. And, uh, well, if I do that, then I can actually focus on muscle groups. Which is a thing you hear a lot of people say. And it wouldn't be a lot of time out of my day. Um, you know, I wouldn't even have to really get changed because I could just wear shorts to work because I have no dress code, which is awesome. Uh, okay. Whew. Big bite. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, if you're listening to this, you're probably listening for the long term, like in your car or something, or before bed, or at the gym, or I don't know. Alright, that was the last bite. We're good. So, um, that was my granola bar. What was it, 7 grams of Yeah, 7 grams of sugar in that. I'm trying to stay away from sugar, even though I could have easily consciously made the decision to not have that granola bar. Uh, but damn, it was tasty. Um, so. Yeah, you gotta stay diced. So, like, it's not that bad as, as far as sugar goes. Um, it wasn't too bad. But... You know, maybe next time I don't have the granola bar. But the problem is, like, the amount of food that I'm having is kind of pretty small. And, I mean, I guess that's a good thing because I do want to, like, cut belly fat. So maybe that'll help. 
Um, obviously, burning calories will help, you know, get rid of belly fat and, you know, not drinking beer will help. And speaking of beer, like, I literally can't drink beer anymore. I can't drink at all anymore because no matter what, every time I drink, I get these, like, really horrible allergy attacks now. Like, terrible congestion and uh, sneezing constantly and, like, constantly having to blow my nose and it, it never gets any better. No matter how many allergy pills or nasal sprays I take, it's just terrible anymore. Like, and it's... After I have, like, maybe three, four beers, and I drink a lot when I drink, you know, I don't, I don't drink, like, one or two, which would, you know, maybe I could limit it to that, but at that point, I, why even drink? Like, I like to ride a buzz, and my, my tolerance is, like, super high, <sighs> so I like to ride a buzz, and if I'm only gonna drink one or two beers, I might as well not drink at all, because, um, you know, it's just... To me, there's no point. You're just adding useless calories to yourself or whatever. Uh, you're you're drinking poison. When I drink poison, I like to drink a lot of poison. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, I go to the Dogfish Brewery a lot because that place is amazing. Uh, it's my favorite brewery in the world definitely easily no challenge no question uh they always have like so many different off the wall beer off the wall beers that are very good like a lot of a lot of breweries will do like off the wall stuff but they don't really turn out that good but like every beer that dogfish does i love the problem is uh i don't want to drink anymore but i guess i could still go to dogfish and enjoy like one or two and then you know be a driver or whatever depending on how potent the beers are but at Dogfish, you know, I would, I could have like 10 high percent beers and be absolutely blasted and be having a great time. But, you know, as soon as I get home, then the uh, allergy reaction, allergic reaction starts kicking in and like, I can't stop sneezing the rest of the night, like constantly. And my nose just like, it won't stop. So, so the fact that I'm cutting out alcohol from my diet and I think entirely and for good is probably my best option with that even though I really like alcohol um, I don't know just the act of drinking beers with your friends and family is just so fun it's one of the most fun activities like that I can think of to be honest because it brings people together uh, you open up to each other you feel love you freaking I don't know. You say things that you know, wouldn't normally say sometimes. Uh, less socially awkward. <laughs> but, I don't know. If I... I feel like I could replace that social awkwardness with... You know, uh... Full relaxation and outgoingness. If I am constantly healthy and constantly off coffee. You know, never, never drinking coffee constantly healthy and constantly exercising I feel like I would be just as energetic and outgoing uh, versus me being addicted to alcohol and addicted to porn and addicted to eating poorly and addicted to being lazy not exercising and then the only way to open up socially is by drinking alcohol I, like 
at this point it's no longer an option because it just kills me with those allergic reactions so that's not the only reason I want to quit it's also to you know I want to try to be healthy it's it's so hard to just be healthy because life is is so punishing that you know you do these unhealthy things because they feel good when life feels bad but there's definitely value in uh, remaining in that uh, uncomfortable state and continuing to choose the uncomfortable state knowing that you can uh, get a short-term benefit of like relief from you know going back to your addictions that's that is I think the number one cause of addiction is you you're just afraid to be uncomfortable you're not willing you're not willing to be uncomfortable that is really the way to say it uh, you know you might be willing to be uncomfortable like alright let's do this I'm gonna eat healthy today you know I'm gonna exercise that's gonna suck but then like tomorrow you you don't get any sleep and like maybe your girlfriend breaks up with you your, your mom tells you that she's like disappointed in you your boss is like hey you really got to pick up your work you know you're not really pulling your weight uh all these shitty things happen oh and then like you your like check engine light comes on in your car and then you're like fuck man like everything's going wrong it always goes wrong and then you just go back to drinking beer and like you watch porn uh that night and then you masturbate and then you have trouble sleeping because you know your body isn't reacting well to the alcohol you can't sleep you wake up with only like two or three hours of sleep now you need coffee you get a breakfast sandwich now you're eating unhealthy and uh you're not going to improve at work that way but the thing is even if you do go down that spiral it's okay like it's okay every once in a while like i i i all too often will make one bad choice and that leads to the entire day being a series of bad choices like once i make one mistake i'll just make all the worst mistakes the rest of the day and i won't even consci- i won't even be conscious about making good decisions that day i'll just like i'll be on autopilot if i make one bad decision i'm on autopilot the rest of the day just making more bad decisions so it's very hard. You got to stay conscious. And, like, you almost need, like, a freaking whole day off to, like, reset from that. Uh, so what I'm trying to say is that it's okay to screw up. Um, I'm trying to get this thing out of my tooth. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's okay to screw up. If you screw up, try not to uh, continue to... Like, if you make one bad decision... Make that the only bad decision of the day, if you can. Because, you know, oftentimes, like, if I go to Hardee's, I'm like, all right, fuck, I just got coffee and a breakfast sandwich. Like, I don't give a fuck. Now I'm going to just, like, forget about the lunch that I brought that's actually healthy. I'm just going to, like, order from, you know, like, uh, Burger King or get, like, a cheesesteak or something like that or whatever. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to be on my phone the whole time at work. You know, I don't care, blah, blah, blah. But... Instead, you can have that one breakfast sandwich and coffee in the morning and just be like, all right, that's fine. Well, now I'm going to go into work. I'm not going to be on my phone. 
you know, it, it's, it, I feel like making good decisions seems a lot harder when you make one bad decision. That's what I'm trying to say. So, because you, I think you gain momentum the, the more good decisions you make. But you have to be, oh man, I think you got to be really willing to endure the uncomfortable because if you can do that, then even if you do make that one, that one mistake, you'll be more willing to go back to being uncomfortable. If you're used to being uncomfortable, you're like, you eat this breakfast sandwich, you make a bad decision, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I slipped up, I shouldn't have done that. And then you're like, all right, well, I can, I'm used to being uncomfortable, so I'll go back to being uncomfortable. I'm going to leave my phone in my car for the workday, so I'm not on it all day. I'm going to, uh, you know, I brought a healthy lunch, so I'm going to eat that instead of just leaving it in my lunchbox and ordering out somewhere or, you know, uh, even if you made all bad decisions at work, you just, you're, you're used to being uncomfortable. So then you can go back to being uncomfortable when you're at home. You can't comfort yourself with alcohol. You can't just order DoorDash. You, you actually have to cook something in your cabinet, like, you know, rice and chicken or something. And then maybe you can like, you know, just do some push-ups and sit-ups on the ground or whatever, or go to the gym. I don't know. But it's, a, it's really a tricky puzzle to just stay healthy even. Staying healthy is a tricky puzzle. Uh, just making all good decisions is a tricky puzzle, really. It's tough. It's tough out there. But, you know, I'm going to try it. I have this rowing machine at home, which I feel like is enough to stay kind of in shape. Um, I could, instead of going to the gym, I could just hop on that like every day. And that's not a bad workout, to be honest. And between that and, like, swimming at work during the summer, <clears throat> you know, that'll keep me pretty pretty fit. I'll stay diced if I do that. But mostly, though, I just want, like, I just want to do some jujitsu. Because if I do jujitsu, then, uh... If I do jujitsu, that's... That's one of those things that is like a monumental challenge in your life that if you can overcome, you know, these, these men that are your opponents, like if you can beat them, then you know you can beat men in fights. Like, even if they're like strong men, like stronger men than you, just doing jujitsu will get you stronger anyway, but even if they're like big, strong men, uh... And you're like, let's say you get to a blue belt and like some big, strong, like white belt guy comes in, you should be able to beat him if you're a blue belt in, in, in a lot of cases. Uh, but what that tells you is like, now you're strong and now you're able to beat men in, in fights, basically. I mean, it's, it's a battle jujitsu. Like, you know, maybe, maybe you can't take a punch as well as he might be able to, but if you can get him to the ground and grapple him to death, then, uh, you can win the fight. Um, Jiu-Jitsu is incredibly effective. Um, you know, it's helpful to know stand-up game, kickboxing, Muay Thai, uh, you know, boxing, whatever, MMA stuff. But if you know Jiu-Jitsu, if you're great at Jiu-Jitsu, then uh, you pretty much win fights. Like, as soon as Jiu-Jitsu came to the UFC, it just dominated. 
I don't remember who it was. Was it Hoist Gracie? I forget who, like, first came onto the scene. Henzo Gracie, Hoist Gracie. I don't know. I feel like Hoist Gracie is the right name. But basically, once Gracie Jiu-Jitsu came to the UFC, uh, the game changed. It wasn't about, like, the biggest, strongest, heaviest hitter anymore. It was, like, it became a lot more about technicality and technical fighters. So... Yeah, I mean, if you know Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu, you're going to fucking kick... You could kick dudes' asses. Um, even if they're bigger than you, you can kick their ass. Like, if I was 210 pounds and, like, six foot four, and, you know, I did, like, a little bit of, like, martial arts training but wasn't serious about it and was, like, fairly in shape, and I had to face, like, Conor McGregor, who is way lighter than me, Conor McGregor would probably kick my ass. Even though I'm a lot bigger. Um, now, Conor McGregor isn't, like, traditionally a grappling fighter. But he does know how to grapple. But, so let's see. Um, what I'm trying to say is... Uh, Jiu-Jitsu would be a great thing to do. It keeps you in, in this, like, uncomfortable state. But you're constantly overcoming challenges... And that's something that I kind of do in, in the web development field anyway. Um, I just got to stop getting down on myself when I don't do things perfectly, I guess. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, I could either... I could either go just go home on the rowing machine and do that every day, which would be enough to keep me in shape. But I feel like it's not quite enough to, like, motivate me to stay disciplined, uh, going to the gym five days a week, even if I miss a day, I only missed one day out of a five-day week, so that's, like, not bad at all, um, so I could do that, I think, uh, gym, the gym would be a great way to stay motivated and fit, um, because you can work out even with just your body, you don't even need a rowing machine, you can just do, like, push-ups and sit-ups and squats, and jog in place every day, and that's enough to keep you in shape, <clears throat> you know, depending on how much you do, but, you know, I, I'm looking for things to, like, motivate me, <clears throat> and make me better, I feel like jiu-jitsu would be the best way to do it, because you're physically <clears throat> presented, you're presented with a physical opponent that you have to beat, and if you, if you know that you can physically beat another strong, like, big strong guy in a fight, basically. I mean, it's not a full fight, but it's, it's a battle. It's a, it's a battle of strength, will, and technique all at once. So if, if you're, if you know you're able to beat big, strong dudes at that, imagine the confidence boost you get. Like, I've taken like 10 years of martial arts training. Like, you know, I'm a black belt in Taekwondo, or at least I was like 10 years ago. I don't know if I can really even say I'm a black belt anymore because I wouldn't, I don't know any of the, forms, uh, my legs don't work nearly as good as they used to, like, am I really still a black belt? I don't think I am, and, like, that, that shit should expire, I think, because <laughs> I'm just a, an older, well, that's not true, I mean, I guess once you're, like, a 90-year-old man, just because you can't move nearly as well as you used to doesn't mean you're not still, like, like a Taekwondo grandmaster, because the knowledge is still there, it's embedded in you. 
<clears throat> I mean, I've definitely lost a bit of the knowledge, but I don't think I've lost any of like the instincts or, or whatever. Like I can, I could probably teach someone how to be a black belt or at least get close to that level. Um, but so what I'm saying is I have like 10 years martial arts experience. I did take a bit of jujitsu and I did take uh, a bit of Muay Thai, which, you know, totaled maybe a year. Um, but Taekwondo, in my opinion, pales in comparison to the realistic fighting capabilities of Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu. Um, you know, if someone's not ready for it, even like a leg kick can take them out. You know, or a leg sweep, you know, in Muay Thai. Um, I'm not talking about like a crouching back spinning leg sweep. I'm talking about, like, a standing, like, really, really hard lower leg kick that just takes their legs out from under them. That's totally doable. And, like, when I was sparring in, in Muay Thai a lot, that would happen to me. Like, our our gym instructor or trainer or whatever, he would, um, he would like, trip people all the time. If they were, like, a little light-footed, he would just fucking take their legs out. <laughs> I almost did it to him one time. I, I know I could have if I, like, put put my all into it and tried as hard as I could. But I did kind of didn't want to, like, embarrass him. <laughs> so, I was, like, holding back a little bit. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I could have got him. I think I could have. But what I'm saying is, uh, if you know Muay Thai, like, just the leg kicks of Muay Thai are pretty, pretty dangerous in a fight. Like, a real fight. Um, you know, people are... If they're, like, inexperienced, they're going to be, like, throwing arms. And if you if you can get, like... They're going to be going for your face, too. But, like, if you're going for, like, body shots, you could cripple them. <laughs> like, like, I mean, imagine if you pull off, like, a liver kick in a real fight. The dude's going to be, like, going crazy, throwing hands, and he's going to get kicked in the liver harder than he's ever been hit before in his life. And, uh... He's just gonna collapse to the ground. There's nothing else you can do if you get if you get kicked in the liver. Like professional fighters get kicked in the liver one time and they just collapse. So doesn't feel good. If you can pull that off in a real fight, like that's a nice way to end a fight pretty quick. The problem is you don't want to get into a fight because people like are often carrying weapons. Like my boss carries a knife. You know, my friend carries a knife. Like that's like most people in my life already that I've mentioned. And most of them carry knives. Um, multiple knives. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, not a good thing to, to do is get into a fight. It's better to just know that, like, if you really had to defend yourself in, a physical, in physical combat, that you would be able to stand your ground against a big dude. And, and it's good to know that if, if he doesn't have, like, professional martial arts training, that he's just going to lose the fight, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, another good thing about knowing how to fight is keeping your arms up. Um, you'd be surprised how much you could block if you just keep your arms up in, like, a real fight. I mean, I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I assume that's, that's probably true. <laughs> guard your face, whatever. Like, 
what I'm saying is, if you're guarding yourself and the other person isn't, you probably will win. As long as you're, like, in decent shape. So, um... Yeah, I don't know. Jiu-Jitsu is definitely the, the number one option for me as far as what I should be getting into to stay fit. The only issue is it's, like, weird schedule. Like, it's not right after my work schedule. So I'd have to come in, like, late a couple times a week. But I think it would be a good idea. I'm, I'm really just wondering if I should get a Planet Fitness membership after work today. Um... Or if I should just, instead of getting a Planet Fitness membership, just every day just do jujitsu and Muay Thai. The other thing is, like my, like I said, my knees are really shitty. They're bad knees. They, I have trouble, like, sometimes on them. It's not nearly as bad as it, like, was. I think the more I use them, the better they're getting, but I can't confirm that for sure. And I really don't want to end up with, like, a bad injury from Muay Thai and jujitsu. but I don't know. I feel like it's worth giving it a shot. It's 100 bucks a month, but you get access to all the Muay Thai and Jiu-Jitsu classes. Um, it'd be kind of cool because I would come into work later, so I wouldn't have to get up as early, um, and I would probably end up being quote-unquote on time for work more often. Um, I would miss all of the dinners that my mom cooks for me because I live at home and my mom is a precious angel and she cooks the best food ever. Uh, so that would suck Missing all her food But I don't know, maybe at that point I would have a lot more control over my diet If I wasn't relying on her for food I mean, I don't rely on her for food But she offers it to me So I don't want to decline it And it's gloriously delicious Magically delicious So Yeah, I guess I'll just do the Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu thing So I'll have to basically just tell my boss I'm coming in late tomorrow because that's when I'm going to have to do it. Do it right away. Hop into one of the classes. <laughs> basically, Wednesday, yeah, tomorrow's Wednesday. I'll just go in. I'll ask a little bit about it. I think, uh, well, I assume that you have to bring your own gi. I do have my own gi for jujitsu. There may be no gi jiu-jitsu, I'm not sure, but um, I'm hoping there's no gi jiu-jitsu, because I would like to learn both ways. Gi and no gi. But it would be such an awesome achievement if I ended up being a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Even a blue belt would be like a good enough achievement for me. Um, because against the average person, if you know how to grapple and you know, like, all the finishing moves, or, like, maybe five finishing moves, then you can fuck people up pretty bad. I mean, I'm, I'm good at grappling for someone who isn't even a blue belt at jiu-jitsu. I don't even, I never even got, like, a stripe on my belt. But I learned all of the fundamentals and concepts, and when I was rolling with people, well, I got my ass kicked when I was rolling with people, but that's because they're very experienced and I'm not. But against like brand new people and against I tried this against my brother um you know I was able to confidently like be in control um and you know I know how to rear naked choke I know how to guillotine 
Um, and I, I'm not good at arm bars, but I kind of know how to do those. And I guess I could probably pull off like a triangle, but that's, that's pretty tough um, for me. But yeah, so even if you're a blue belt, you're gonna know all the finishing moves, you're gonna be good at them, and you're gonna know so much more about, you know, controlling the grappling situation. Getting out of situations, putting your opponent into situations, etc. I mean, you have a good fundamental base knowledge. That's basically what the blue belt means. Now, purple belt means you're advanced. Uh, brown belt means you're an expert, and black belt means you're a master. <laughs> so, woo! And then second degree belt means you're just inhuman. And then so on and so forth. There's like, I think the one guy at my one gym was like a fourth degree black belt in jiu-jitsu. That's the guy that would come for the tests. So, anyway. Um, I'm ready to do all that shit. I have to do it. If I don't do it, I'm going to remain a lazy piece of shit who never rises up to any challenge. You got to rise up to challenges. So, I guess, like, I'm getting nervous thinking about it, but I still got to do it. Somehow I'm a few minutes late to work today. I didn't even take a shower. I don't take showers every single day because I have like a very bad dry skin problem and if I take showers every day it like my skin gets really fucked up so but I stay clean I mean if I masturbate I'll take a shower because then you kind of smell bad <laughs> but if I don't masturbate I, I don't I don't feel the need to take a shower every day I mean uh, I'll take one at least every other day sometimes I'll go two days without taking one but like I think I generally smell pretty decent But yeah, um, what I'm saying is I didn't even take a shower, so like I should be early to work, but I don't know. I didn't really sleep well last night, so. But I don't care because I don't plan on keeping this job forever. I plan on streaming music and web development and video games and all that shit and eventually replacing my career with it. So I'm going to leave you there, and uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Love you. Have a great day. Stay diced.